welcome to Backing Paper for another week, and it's the best of weeks. It's the start to the new year. All right, we're three weeks into the new year, but it's the official start <laughs> to the new year. And do you know why it's the new year start? And you already do, because you've heard it here. Rachel's back! You're such an idiot. Uh, it's so nice <laughs> to be back. It really is. And uh, I've missed you. I've missed you all. And um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to be back. And uh, yeah, it's it's been lovely listening to all of the fabulous shows that you've been doing in my absence and uh, and all the fab, fab guests that you've had on and what have you as well. So um, yeah, you've done a sterling job um, whilst I've not been around. So uh, many thanks and I'm really pleased to be here. Oh, not half as pleased as I am to have you back, Rach, <laughs> honestly. I mean, listen... I am incredibly grateful and thankful. It was so nice to catch up with Simon yeah. and with Johnny and with obviously with Ian on, on last week's Sunday 16. But they ain't you. They they great, but they ain't <laughs> you. Right. <laughs> it's all yeah. right, but you know. No, I mean, no. I mean, it's it's all right that we're we're all different. <laughs> That's good. Well, I guess so. But I, like I said, I'm just so glad you're back. And thank goodness, because boy, boy howdy, have we got a lot of mail, mail to get through this week. Um, we've got tons. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a bulging sack full of stuff. Uh, and who better to deal with a bulging sack than you, Rach? Um, oh, great. Thanks. <laughs> you're back! <laughs> Which is what you've missed. Um, now, uh, I is it should... too late? <laughs> <laughs> far, far too late. We've locked the doors. Um, now, right on the get-go, so we've got lots of cheap shot stuff this week coming. So, um, so we don't, cause, so the show doesn't end up being super, super long. Yeah. Uh, I have split, so we got. I'm going to do half the cheap shot stuff we had come in this week. Cheap this week, shots. Cheap shots. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever I said. <laughs> Thank goodness you're here to correct. Um, and we're going to do the other half of the stuff we came in next week. So don't okay. worry if you don't hear your email and your pictures. Um, talked about this week I have got them I'm assuming I've got them all and if I haven't got them I haven't got them but um, I'm pretty sure I have uh, so yes we're going to do I think we've got five different cheap shots ones this week and another five okay. for next week uh, thank you yeah, so much everyone it's been, yeah it's yeah. great another last minute flurry uh, and I'm really excited because the first one's a cracker so should we just dive straight <laughs> into this Rach that sounds good to me are you going to start or shall I uh, why don't I start because this first one okay. is from new emailer Ben Spencer I actually had the distinct pleasure of getting to meet Ben just this Thursday gone because um, he was Aww, at the London meetup. Yeah, he's lovely. He's lovely. Didn't get to chat for very long because um, we were all mostly lost. Uh, Aid was leading the photo <laughs> walk, and by leading, I mean he was at the front, and then we lost. He was like, "Where's Aid gone?" <laughs> you lost Aid. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it was good. We all found each other in the end. It was fantastic. It poured down with rain. Absolutely. Oh, I saw some <laughs> fabulous photos though. Like the rain has done such a lovely job of of like highlighting all the 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 um sort of neon shop lights and mm. street lights and all sorts of things so there was some fabulous stuff that i've seen on online recently that's yeah. really cool people took some very good pictures i was definitely mm. not one of those that did but it was a really good meetup there's a really good crowd of people there um lots of lovely was folks this in there. oxford no this was in london this was in london oh of course sorry um, yes you went down didn't you to london yeah i did uh, I, don't, I have to say it was lovely to meet everybody the main draw for me the real highlight for me was i got to meet chris gillock which is a name that people who've been listening yeah. for a long time will know because chris was the um uh host of the pixelated photographer forum and so he was the one responsible for aid and i getting to know each other in the first place and he 
hosted made the, the Sun- dream team. Yeah, <laughs> and he hosted the Sunny Sixteen podcast on the, on his bandwidth for you know oh, years. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, uh, it was really nice to get to finally meet Chris and you know loads of other people as well. Um, Cole Miller was there, and oh yeah, this, I'm not going to because if I start naming names, I'll just forget people. But yeah. it was great. But Thank ben you. Ben was there as well. But so Ben was cool. there as well. So anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. Uh, ben writes, Ahoy, fun screams. I like that. Um, here <laughs> <That's> is, good. <laughs> it's a good start. Here is my cheap shots entry for the Christmas challenge. What's so festive about it, you may ask? Two <laughs> things. Aid is pictured here eating a traditional Christmassy red and green salsa and guacamole. And second, oh. it's from his photographer's Christmas drinks in December. Uh, taken on my Holger 120 CFN, which I got at a car boot sale years ago for about £3. The film is Lomo Colour 400, so also on the cheaper end. Sorry again, Aid, about the nuclear flash. I hope your eyes have recovered again by now. <laughs> um, so this is great. A, a, a festive picture of Aid to start us off. This is so good. I love it. It's got such a good cheesy grin on his face, hasn't he? Such a such a cheeky cheeky grin. It's He's very happy. Great. Yeah. And who's the, who's next to him? Who's that, the chap? I think that's Kelvin sitting next to him. Is it? I thought it might be actually. It's, with that's an even really cool. cheekier grin on his face. Absolutely. They look very very happy about the food. All the food on the table. Uh, apologies for my phone going off. Then I actually <laughs> I actually was trying to put it on to silent, and it turns out I turned it from silent on to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> onto, onto mega loud yeah so apologies for that everybody um but yeah this is really cool i've just zoomed in because we had a little tip didn't we from um uh was it matthew yeah who mentioned this who said go and um zoom in basically on on the images on the uh, google docs that we use for our show notes so i can actually see see both those lovely grins in um in all their glory at the moment which is fab yeah. So uh, well done, Ben. That's really cool and very festive. <laughs> yeah, the salsa is looking very, very festive. Ready okay. Uh, do you want to take this next one, Rach, from uh, Simon Edwards? Absolutely. So Simon has written in to say, um, well, it's with great sadness that I send you my entry for the Christmas Yuletide Cheap Shots Challenge, as it would appear my camera, a Samsung AF Zoom 1050, is now terminally ill. Ah, oh, another really one sad. that bites the dust. No. Says I dug it out for shooting some recently expired rolls of Fuji Color 200 and general Christmas photographic tomfoolery with its many functions. However, nearing the end of the second roll, the shutter stopped firing. So I managed to rewind the roll and tried another, hoping that the previous film had got stuck, but alas, it was refusing to fire no matter what I did. I sent the two rolls I had shot off to the lab that I use, Color Stream in Brighton. And when the scans came back, it would appear that the issue must have started with the first roll as there were only six shots on the film. The second roll was entirely blank. So that's that, I guess. So here you have pretty much the only shareable shot of the six that registered on the film. Not a particularly Christmassy themed, uh, but taken during the Christmas season and all the lovely weather we've been having. (laughs) Is Simon in Britain? Oh, yes, very much so. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, now to select, find a new Cheap Shots camera to take on the next challenge, whatever and whenever that will be. Cheers from Simon. Okay. Well, we're really sorry to hear that. And as you say, Graham, another one bites the dust. It does happen, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about especially the Yours demise of point yet. and shoots. Mine hasn't. <laughs> no, mine flipping hasn't. Oh, man. <laughs> Do I wish it would? Maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> Is it going to have an app? 
accident. Yeah, it could do. But <laughs> that um, this is the problem with these point and shoots. They 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 can be a bit flaky. They're getting old. That point and shoot I gave you for Christmas, Rach. No. How's that going? My Christmas present, not good, not good. My lovely Christmas present that people will have heard me open and get very excited and squeal about probably um, <laughs> on the previous uh, previous show. Um, oh, it was on Boxing Day, wasn't it? It came out actually. Mm-hmm. Um, of the day yeah. after Boxing Day, somewhere oh, around there. Oh, really? Was it a day late? <laughs> Listen, um, who's counting? <laughs> um, a day late and a dollar short. That's just us all over, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, it's died. <laughs> it's not, it is not working. It decided to um, rewind its role um, halfway through. Well, I got to shot 18 and then just <laughs> went, nope, rewind. I was yeah. like, oh. So I thought maybe it was just the counter had stopped working or something um, and put in a new role um, of uh, Lomography 800 colour um, and took it to our meetup, didn't I? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, because we opened the presents and then I took it out and shot with it. And yeah, unfortunately, no, it's just decided that it doesn't want to either shoot or, or basically fire properly or do anything so yeah oh, that's, really... that's two point shoots that have died on you in quick succession haven't you because the nikon the nikon Within was the week. one that died on yeah. the way to, on the uh, on the on actual the day too. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly well luckily <sighs> luckily i have got a <laughs> another mu zoom which i'm going to send up your way which hopefully this one won't let you down um <laughs> you, so can't, you can't Sending museums. I mean, around. I can. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't after this one because this is the last <laughs> one I've got. But I get, absolutely can. So uh, that one will be finding its way up to you very soon, Rach. But I'm very sorry that died. But tis the way of modern point and shoots getting, getting a bit long in the tooth now. Anyway, should we um, look at this posted. fantastic yes. picture that Simon sent in? Simon, yes, it is a road sign with a light above it uh, looking up into the sky and there are some very interesting storm clouds gathering above so it's quite a moody shot actually mm, it is yeah i really like it i i do mm-hmm. because of the reflective nature of signs they can make great um fodder for this kind of thing so you've got you know the the, the sign itself's brilliantly lit up and looks fantastic with the flash and then as you flash, said yeah the dark mm-hmm. moody skies and the clouds above look great really cracking shot yeah. not terribly festive but you know it's a great shot nonetheless <laughs> i don't have to judge him so that's good yeah okay <laughs> thank you very much simon yes thank you simon uh this next cheap shots one comes from paul friday we hear more from paul later advance warning everybody uh, paul writes in dear sunnies both taken with a Casina C1 and 50mm lens on Kodak Color Plus 200. The camera came as a lens cap for the 50mm at a combined price under £15, but stayed with me because it's nice and light and works just fine. Uh, so there's two pictures here <laughs> regarding the second one. Uh, the mysterious forked tail shows the true spelling of Santa, while the lights are his this commuter's Christmas decorations. Um, so uh, let's look at so the the first one we've got on the screen here is of the light trails. Um, these are pretty oh, splendid, aren't they? These are cool, very cool. So how has he done that? Well, think? I'm I would guess i don't know whether it's, it's his decorations but it looks as though it was taken whilst in a vehicle i'm going yeah, to assume whilst driving hopefully that a is a car yeah, yeah i can see a car yeah. and then i'm um, driving past a like a house with lots of christmas lights you've got some great streaking going on lots of reds and yellows in there very funky it's um 
good. It looks uh, like you're kind of disappearing down a, a I don't know, like a, a Wi-Fi cable or something. <laughs> yes, very good, very Tron-esque. Yeah, disappearing yes. down into the Ethernet. Uh, yeah. And the second one is a, a nice picture of a uh, Santa's legs <laughs> and appearing from <laughs> underneath Santa's. Uh, what is it the Santa wears? Jacket. Santa, Santa suit. Santa the Santa suit. suit. Yeah, well, poking out from underneath his jacket in a fashion which looks very much like a tail <laughs> is a lead with a two-pronged fork on the end of it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely think we're seeing the sign of uh, digital Satan claws there. So um, very good work. And yeah, those casinos, great camera. So I, I put out the word that I'm trying we'll try to give away a couple of casino cameras and I have had somebody get in touch. Uh, so I found a home for one of them, which is great. Um, but I've still got another one I need to find a home for. Nobody wants my starter SLR, Sam, mm-hmm. so I have to find mm-hmm. other homes for them. But uh, do write in if you need yeah. a good starter SLR. It sounds like um, uh, Simon <laughs> might use the Cheap Shots <laughs> Challenge camera. Exactly. Uh, there you go, Simon. Uh, speaking Options. of Simon, we have another Simon here. Uh, do you More want to Simons. take this one, Rach? Yeah, of course. Um, so this is from Simon Epi. Um, who says, hi, Beams. Here's my Cheap Shots challenge, taken on Christmas Day of my wife and my dog, Bruno, with my Olympus 35RC. Have you got one of those, Graham? They're no, great I don't. I don't. Hey, lots, lots of love for those those cameras. Um, it says, I got it as part of a combo for £15 last year. That's amazing. OM20 and Pentax ME Super and a 135 Zico um, lens. Plus the 50, 1.8 on the own 20. What? Was this 50 quid for the lot? That's, that's, that's quite on. a good combo. That's pretty good. I think you did well. Well done, Simon. Um, I got some Ilford Delta 3200 to unwrap from Father Christmas that day. So we used it to document our Christmas day. I even made some darkroom prints of them. That's brilliant. Um, they are dark in general as I shot them all inside and manually at 160th and f2.8 because that's the slowest shutter speed I wanted to use and the fastest the lens would open. (laughs) I quite like them. This was a shot on the self-timer placed on the table and pointed in our rough direction and hope it captured us. Bruno then decided to join us before the shutter did its thing. The second is of my eldest son having his schlur as Trivial Pursuit was being endured. Oh my God, that sounds exactly like every Christmas I had growing up. Mm -hmm. I love my schlur. Brilliant. Um, Made you feel fancy. Um, and the third is a snapshot portrait of my eldest daughter. She has a rose spritzer. I hope you enjoy the window into our Christmas day. Oh, this is so lovely. Yeah, it, it is fab. Absolutely. I, I, so I love the first one. So this is a, um, because it was done by putting on the table. It's a slightly misframed portrait <laughs> of Simon and his lovely wife being photobombed by a dog, <laughs> which is great. Ooh, this looks interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely great. Love that. Uh, and then, yeah, the second one, the, the back of his son, son wearing his Christmas hat, Christmas paper absolutely. hat and the cracker, which is yep. great, enduring it. Uh, and the lovely uh, Christmas jumper. And too. the lovely Christmas jumper, yes. <laughs> it's got everything you need. And the last one, a lovely picture of his daughter. I love these. They are they are quite dark and quite grainy, but I think they have a real mood to them. Yeah. <laughs> They, they, they just capture the feeling of Christmas despite being black and white and quite moody and fabulous. Um, yeah, and, brilliant. <laughs> and the photo bomb dog one is just great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Anybody with a dog is like, yep, we know that. We know that one very, very well. Yeah. Um, and so you can find uh, Simon on, um, on Instagram. Uh, he's at si, S-I underscore E-P-P-E-Y. There you go. 
Lovely stuff. Okay, and the last of the Cheap Shots ones for this week is from Keith Durkin. Keith writes in, Hi Sunbeams, here are my images for the Christmas Cheap Shots Challenge. They were taken in and around Via San Gregorio Armeno in Naples, a famous street, oh sorry, a street famous, well probably both, for the many artisan workshops that make mm -hmm. traditional figures for nativity scenes. I used my usual Ricoh FF9 loaded with HP5+, Plus, with the DX code hacked to read 1600. He's living dangerously. Uh, oof, yeah. All the best from Keith. Oh, so. quick question on mm -hmm. um, hacking the DX code. How, uh, how do you do it for our listeners? So I've never tried doing it. I think there's a couple of ways doing it. I think you can, depending on what the code you're changing is, um, you might just be able to do it by covering over... Um, one of the bits of squares. <laughs> some of the squares with either tinfoil or with blacking them out. Or you can also print off stickers to cover them over. So um, that's very clever, isn't it? Yeah. 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 There's there's a couple of there's a few different ways. But if you Google it, DX code hacking, you'll just got a few different walks. I've, I've never tried doing it myself um, yeah. because usually it's like, well, I'll just pick up another camera if it's yeah. that much of a problem. Um, it's a bit like. Um, uh, when you we used to have VHS and record on those, and then you you'd snap off the tab so that you couldn't record over it, and then realise that you did need to desperately record something, so yeah. you'd put a piece of sellotape back over the top. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like the idea of just printing off your own little DX code labels and wrapping them around. It's very handy. It's one of those things that I keep thinking I should probably do that. I should just print off a load and have them ready to hand so I can use them for stuff. Because uh, when when we met up on Thursday, the meeting place was the Photographer's Gallery in London. Mm. And uh, I popped downstairs to have a look at uh, all the fantastic books and the exhibit. They have a wonderful exhibition on there. I cannot remember. I think it's Peter something. Um, but it's really good. If you find yourself in London, uh, do go and look. It's um, What kind of subject matter? So it? uh, it's, I think, photographs taken in the Scandinavian landscape somewhere. I don't Ooh. know where. But wow. um, they're, they're not, they are photographs of the landscape, but they're not landscape photographs. They're quite... Uh, I don't want to use the word quirky because that doesn't seem right. But there's always just a little bit of life in all of them, whether it's animal life. Okay. But they're good. They're just interesting. Really enjoyed them. Mm. Um, I'm sure if you go on their website, you can actually find out what I'm talking about because I'm doing a very bad job of describing any of it. But it's really good and well worth a look. Beautiful prints uh, have been made of all of them. And it's the kind of work you look at and go, God, to get this picture, a lot of patience was required for mm. just the mm. right combination of people if there's people in it um bird life or yeah. animal life or whatever just for it all to come together um but yeah the end results was great really enjoyed that uh anyway whilst i was there i bought a roll of cine still 800 um Ooh. because i've not tried it before and i had some there so I thought, you know i'm gonna grab some because it's dark <laughs> and it might be a good idea and yeah i had to ask that is this dx coded because i thought i might end up shoving it in the point and shoot but uh and apparently it is in the end i didn't um but classic story anyway these pictures range <laughs> from the fantastic uh via san gregorio in armeno of Vio San Gregorio Armeno in Naples. Uh, in Naples, yes. In Naples, yeah. yeah. Um, lovely market scenes here. Yeah. Um, they are, aren't they? Very cool. Yeah. So it looks like the yeah, lots of um, lots of interesting wares, and you really get to sort of see the uh, the shopkeepers as well. You know, the market stall holders. Mm. Um, I think that second one, I think for me, is is my favourite out of those two. Yeah. Um, just because of how 
beautifully framed the um, stool holder is. Yes. Um, it's all sort of like just lit up and 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 it's an interesting framing of the shot as well. Um, and uh, yeah, just really, really like that one. That's great. Yeah, it's Very really cool. nice. And they look great as well. HP5 pushed 1600. Uh, I know yeah. we've talked about this. In so I tried... I shot. I mean, I've done it before. I <laughs> shot a roll of HP5 at 1600 before Christmas because John Whitmore said, "Oh, just put that uh, 1600 in your camera and shoot that." Yeah. Um, and I listened to him um, more <laughs> for me. Um, and I think it must have been the way I developed it, I, which was only an HC110, usual way I do. But um, the negs weren't great that I got out of it. Oh, yeah. In they, what way? Um, really sort of blocked the highlights and the shadows up quite a bit the the mm. scanned really badly um they printed better than they scanned i did actually go in the dark room mm. and have a go at making some prints from them and they they definitely printed better than they scanned but still not great so mm. i don't know whether maybe i over agitated them or i don't know what it was but mm. but i know i've shot them i've i've shot hp5 at 1600 before and it's it's come out better but yeah these were not great so mm. More work needed on that. Never mm, mind. Mm. Um, Try out. Mm. So, These ones come out nicely, haven't they? Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Really nice. Great tonality. Um, mm. A good, you know, good range, good um, definition across the range. Yeah, which is the opposite mm. of what I got. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, you know, these things happen. Try they do. Try again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's it for Cheap Shots Challenge this week. But it is not it for emails because we've got some more great emails. So, Rach, uh, do you want to read this first one here from Matt Murray from the other oh, side of the world? Lovely. Lovely Matt Murray. Good day, Sunbeams, and Happy New Year from sunny Brisbane. I've been catching up with my podcast listening over the last week and heard your recent episode with the very knowledgeable Ian Barnaby Nutt. I loved that episode. It was so good. Um I've got some thoughts. Anyway, Great. we'll come on to that on the on one of the show, the normal shows. Um uh, he says, um, great advice and listening as always. And in this case, another nudge for me to finish off my first scene. I've been working on it on and off for months now and hope to have it hit the shelves of my bookcase, at least within a few weeks. Oh, wow. Uh, Mixum have only just opened in Australia. So that at least settles who I will get it printed with. Perfect. One thing that struck me when you were discussing a potential Sony 16 zine and the disparate, uh, sorry, disparate uh, shooting styles of Aid, Rachel and Graham, have you thought about doing a cheap shots challenge scene instead? It could feature the best shots from the hosts and the listeners. Best of all, the content is already done. <laughs> uh, another reference to that episode, I can exclusively reveal duh, 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 that it was not just Graham's copy of Matthew Joseph's wonderful 2019 zine that was dedicated to Jack Johnson on the back page. <laughs> Didn't think it was. Didn't think it was. <laughs> Uh, moving on, you may remember that in early December, I published the When Matt Met Graham episode of my film photography podcast, Matt Loves Cameras. Um, Graham and I raced around Oxfordshire shooting expired film on crap cameras, which was a lot of fun. Rather surprisingly, this episode resulted in some um, rather positive feedback from listeners. Furthermore, an email landed in my inbox recently inviting me to upload the episode to a new BBC initiative <laughs> called Oxford Upload. <laughs> Oh, God, Graham, you're going to be like that. Um, where local BBC stations feature the best local content. I was rather impressed at first. Then I reflected on the discourse between Graham and I, the highlight being some plastic pandas. And I then wondered if the email was a result in some uh, BBC bot scanning the web for anything that contained the word Oxfordshire. 
Who knows? Yours in film, Matt, from Matt Loves Cameras podcast. P.S. I have not added any double entendres in this email, as somehow these emails are always handed to Rachel to read out. <laughs> P.P.S. Marshall says hi. P.P.P.S. Graham, I'll get round to sending you the car- Caramel Tim Tams one day. Yeah, I'll <laughs> believe it when I'm chowing down on them. Um, Yay. Oh, Matt, so nice to hear from you. Uh, and that's true. They do always seem to get handed to me. I think you just do that on purpose, don't you? Yeah, I do try to. <laughs> um, regarding the suggestion um, of having a cheap shot scene, this is certainly something that we have thought about in the past. And um, I think it's something that we will likely do at some point. If Well, once we've got Revisit past our first scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing with the cheap shots one... It, uh, uh, that makes it a one step more tricky is that sentence of uh, just featured the best shots from the host and the listeners. Okay. <laughs> now, we can pick which shots from us that we've done that we want to include, but when it starts getting to best shots from the listeners, then it starts getting more tricky. So um, that's not to say we won't do it. I would really love to do a cheap shot scene. but I just need to think about how to do it. Yeah. So and Yeah. And also, I think part of the point of doing a zine is printing your work and getting your work out there. And so, you know, this is supposed to be about us putting some of our work out there and putting our, you know, um, money where our mouth is kind of thing. It's going, okay, we're going to share some of our work. Um, So that's, I think, why we decided to go with this. But yeah, I I do like the idea of doing a cheap shot Mm -hmm. scene, um, but... At some point, I like maybe. the fact that the content's already there. <laughs> <laughs> You've got loads helpful. of great pictures, Rach. Mm-hmm. I know you have. Mm, um, as anyway, as... we'll come on to that another time. We will, indeed, we will. All right, uh, the next email is a quick one from Dave Walker, who writes in, Hello, guys. Uh, One more tip on drying fibre prints flat. Uh, I heard this method many years ago during my City and Guilds photography course, and with practice, it can produce the flattest prints of any method. You can only do a few sheets at a time, but that should help keep the fibre paper cost down too. Uh, Mm. And there is a link here because it's actually quite a long um, and involved read um, that involves uh, parcel tape and brown paper and chamois leather and all that sort of stuff. So I will put a link to this in the show notes rather than trying to read through it now. Um, but it does seem good. It looks like you're going to need quite a bit of space to do it, um, which is a bit of an issue in a small dark room. Do you just um, lie on top of the paper and roll around? <laughs> <laughs> you need quite a lot of room for that as well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or I would anyway. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, no, so... Um, this is actually a thing I need to think about because I have just ordered some fibre paper um, because I had a voucher to use um, courtesy of Dan Kay before Christmas. We talked about the fact that um, both you and I were lucky enough to be recipients of yeah, uh, Dan's um, kindness before Christmas and I was using mine to buy some stuff from Camera oh, Film Photo uh, over Yay. in Hong Kong. And I was, it was one of those things you go, what? okay, I've got this to use what am I going to buy? And I ummed and ahed for so, so long. Uh, and um, I was really torn between getting a um, Cine Steel temperature control thing for colour developing mm-hmm. uh, and something else. Um, and then the end thought, <laughs> Cine Steel is quite big and heavy to post all the way from Hong Kong. So that makes it quite expensive. Um, so in the end, I got myself some new... Uh, 
color contrast filters for my um Ooh. enlarger because the ones i've mm -hmm. got are super old and knackered and mm. um and there's like five of them and they're jessup's ones and they, they're quite not mold well maybe moldy is the word <laughs> they've got marks all over them they're not mm -hmm. great um so I had some new Ilford ones of those, uh, some sleeves for my 4x5 prints. So they don't have to live in envelopes anymore. Beautiful. Um, and 4x5, but negs rather, because they've been just living in envelopes up until this point, mm -hmm. which isn't great. So if I ever start taking pictures that I like, then I'll have something to put them in. And finally, I bought a box of uh, Ilford Art 300 paper. Um, now, this is a uh, paper that... Um, I have been absolutely inspired to shoot because Mike um, over in mm -hmm. Hawaii, he has sent the us... The Hawaii Darkroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Hawaii Darkroom has sent us some beautiful prints on this Ilford yeah. art paper, as have a few other people, but Mike really loves it. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to treat myself. So I bought a box of 8x10 paper of that. I'm really excited about it. Apparently, it's not... Although it is a fibre paper, it's not as bad for curling as some of the other ones. Um, mm -hmm. But still... Um, I think I'm going to have to deal with. So it's nice to have another method. Um, yeah, thank you, Dave. That's yeah. brilliant. And and I'm really pleased to hear that you've you've managed to um, get yourself such lovely things to uh, to play with as well, Graham. That's awesome. Yeah, well, really excited know, to see what you come up with. I, yeah. I, I kind of thought in the end I want to sort of set my store for what I want to do more of this week. And printing is yeah. absolutely printing and more four by five. I thought, great. These are the two things awesome. I want to do more of this year. So, do you want to take this next one, Rachel from Fraser Yule? No problem at all. Uh, Fraser has written in to say, Hello, Sunbeams, and whichever presenter from Classic Lenses podcast is in charge today. Ha-ha! <laughs> no <None>. one. <laughs> it's me today. Um, first off, huge thanks for reading out my email last week. Really appreciate that. Thanks also to everyone who has taken the time to message me with support. It really means a lot at the moment. I was actually listening to Back and Paper whilst driving the hour and a half to see my solicitor. Uh, I didn't listen to anything on the way back, just a gentle uh, simmering between my ears. <laughs> um, secondly, brilliant Sunny 16 with Ian Barnaby Nutt. Great to listen to his thoughts about how to produce a zine of a book uh, or book and how to make it relevant to the subject. Having just done my book, it was interesting to hear his thoughts on the whole process of putting something together. Perhaps if I had created my book after listening to Ian, it would have been a different book. But I'm glad to have done one without being influenced by others, as it's more reflective of my own style. However, the next one I do will probably take cues from what has been discussed on the show, as there were so many ideas mentioned. You had me thinking about subjects and very focused the, uh, themes for a zine, so maybe later in the year I will do one. I'm glad that so many people are doing zines in different styles. It just adds to the diversity in the community. Production-wise, for my book, I did use Mixer. It seemed the obvious choice, and they have been superb. For editing the pages I used in design, I agree to an extent with Ian that it can be tricky to get to grips with, but I do think if you can use Photoshop, you should be able to use InDesign. There are some good tutorials on YouTube to get you going. I used the free seven-day trial for it and was careful to cancel before the charge for a month subscription. As long as you have a rough plan for the zine beforehand, I think using the trial software should be doable. Thirdly, kicking myself up the arse to do something, I've been in touch with Captain Badbeard, who's Ben Reynolds, or Bert Reynolds, and we are in the process of hatching a plan for a photo walk in Edinburgh in April. I think a date of Saturday the 25th of April has been decided upon, and we will be taking, uh, we, sorry, we'll be looking at a route taking in the Old Town, New Town, Calton Hill, it's the Athens of the North up there, and some refreshment stops along the way. 
I think the good captain will be posting something on photowalk.me soon, so keep an eye out. Plenty of time for those based a bit further away to plan a visit to Edinburgh. Anyway, doing this is diverting me from the joyless task of asset valuations. Best get back to it. (laughs) Have a good week, everyone. Cheers from Fraser. And um, obviously, because I haven't been around to um, respond, obviously, I did, uh, of course, hear Fraser's uh, letter that he wrote in and that you read out, uh, Graham. And uh, and I had actually messaged Fraser anyway in uh, in between. But um, but yeah, it was it was very um, brave of him to go ahead uh, with you know getting in touch and i'm just really pleased to hear that he's had there's some you know support from our lovely community that's really cool so we're all thinking of you fraser yeah absolutely absolutely and good to hear more photo what's going on mm-hmm. absolutely okay oh and the zine i should just say how beautiful and what a ray of sunshine that was dropping through my mailbox recently um getting that lovely zine from fraser it's uh it was a proper joy that so thank you very much fraser okay uh next email is more thoughts on washing film and watermarks from dunstan vavasor he writes in hello sunbeams i was listening to the latest backing paper on the way home tonight and the discussion about watermarks on film after drying is this the difficulty you'd been having with the ones that age shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all of us. Really, still? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never heard the suggestion to do the final rinse in mineral water. <laughs> I live in Warwickshire in a very hard water area, mm-hmm. and where I do my final rinse in tap water, uh, then my also oh, were I to do my final rinse in tap water, my film would doubtless be crusted with limescale. So for a long time, I've been using Carplan deionized water, both for mixing developer and for the final wash. It's donkey cheap at Tesco or Sainsbugs. Uh, I'm guessing it's supposed to mean Sainsbury's, but I do quite like Sainsbugs. <laughs> I quite like uh, Sainsbugs too. <laughs> uh, you'll find it in the motoring section alongside the engine oil. Since using it, I have not had any watermarks on my film. Just loads of dust because I hang it up in the dining room. Uh by the way, am I the only person who uses the double fixing system? My films have two minutes each in fix one and fix two. When fix one is exhausted, then the old fix two becomes fix one and the fresh batch becomes fix two. This way, the film always finishes its processing in fresh fixer. Keep up the good work. Um, you might be the only person who does that, yes. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Uh, have you heard of that before Graham? no i haven't so listen if Gosh. you're out there listening uh maybe you've never got in touch before but if you like dunstan do a two-step fixer system i'd love to know because it sounds bonkers to me but i want to know if there <laughs> lo- are more people out there yeah i also quite like the way that he says it <laughs> the film finishes processing in fixer <laughs> yeah which is quite fun so thanks, Dunstan. That's that's definitely blown my mind. Yeah, <laughs> how cool! Stuff. But um, yeah, deionize water. Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah, I, and last year I did buy a great big bottle of uh, I think it was a twenty-five liter bottle of deionized water. Oh. You, you can buy it on Amazon, and it's like thirteen quid from Amazon delivered. So I need to get a fresh bottle of that um, to replace it. Uh, so yes, I bought 
big bottle like that, um, sat it on its side in the dark room, and you can buy these taps that just replace the lid mm. and work really well. Um, like a work on wine. <laughs> exactly. Yes, if you're buying your, <laughs> if you're buying wine in twenty five litre bottles like Rachel does. <laughs> that wasn't actually what I meant, but sure. <laughs> but if you could, you definitely would. It's been a trying few months, so you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I do need to do that. I think this last few weeks has really proven that because we are in a hard water area here. So, okay, uh, we've got a quick one here from Daryl. Rachel, you'll take that. Sure. Daryl says, "Hi guys, listen to your show for a while. All awesome. Smiley face. Uh, just listen to your latest on zines with Ian, who's a good friend. I also share his passion for zines, although not got around to making any yet. Twenty twenty is my turn." I'm one of the founders of Leicester Lo-Fi Photography, a community darkroom and analog group in uh, Leicester. We've produced a couple of zines of the work produced by members. Could I send you a copy to add to your collection? Keep up the good work from Daryl. <gasps> of course you can, Daryl. Be, we'd be delighted, wouldn't we, Graham? That would be lovely. Yes, that would be lovely. We will send you an address to send that to, but yeah, that'd be awesome. I have heard of uh, a few people talking about Leicester Lo-Fi. I think they've got... Yeah pretty cool thing going on up there mm -hmm. um uh, yeah a lot of good people coming out there and a lot of good work coming out there as well so yep. um, that's nice to hear from Daryl. i think there. they've got um quite a good presence on facebook and social media twitter and that kind of thing as well so um yeah go and look up lester lo-fi photography yeah um, i have a feeling actually i might be completely misremembering here, but i have a feeling that dunstan does stuff with them as well but i might be completely <laughs> misremembering that well, as well uh warwickshire and leicestershire are obviously very close that's anyway, true. So that would probably true. be why. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, okay. is zine zines everywhere and not a zine to zine? Is that <laughs> Daryl or Ed? That's that's Ed. Uh, more oh. <laughs> on the zine tip. Um, Ed, Ed Worthington writes in, Hello there, Sunbeams. Just been listening to the latest episode with Ian Nutt talking about his zines. A great chat with a really awesome guy. Um, is he meaning me or Ian, do you think? It's Ian, mm, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He personally influenced me a lot for the first scene I made and was also the first Emulsive Secret Santa matchup I had a few Aww. years ago where he was stupidly generous and sent me a Mamiya C330. <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty generous. That's amazing. Um, Anyway, the reason for the email is, I always hear you guys say how people have sent you zines and things, and I've never known where to send anything, and I would like to post you a few of mine to have a browser. You may know about my obsession with Italy, and I made a zine of my travels, oh sorry, I make a zine of my travels every time I return. So... Where do I send this package? I promise to include sweets, as I know that's an acceptable where I dot my address. <laughs> I will send you my address. Oh, <laughs> Uh, hopefully see you guys at the photography show in March uh, bye from Ed I, again we will get in touch Ed with an address we did have um, my address in the show notes for when we were doing the um, printing but then I got in trouble when those I was going to say with Sinead like maybe not well, it was when, it's when the show notes were getting posted to Facebook I mean you, you can, so basically if you go back to the show notes from that day and go to our website you will find them there but I will mm -hmm. if you want to send us stuff just drop us a line um, either via email or um, Instagram uh, 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 myopic my underscore me on Instagram and I'll let you know or Rachel at Little Vintage Photography can send stuff to Rach too um, but sweets come to me because hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay you'll pass them on for me Rachel. yeah obviously I'll pass them on for you Rachel <laughs> I'll save your sweets yeah defo um, alright Rachel the, 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 I am yeah 
Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. Would you like to take this last one, titled Sonnet 16, from our good friend Paul Friday? A a winner to finish on, because I know you are the one for reading poetry. Oh, no. Oh, God. No. Uh, Off you go. uh, Paul, what are you doing to me? Oh, dear. Okay. Um... (laughs) okay um so sonnet 16 from paul friday well you started it you tried to wind up our aid by saying your zine would include his poetry put an idea like that out onto tinterweb and you can guess what happens next so here you go oh god i don't think i can do this (laughs) i believe in you rach on his dark slide by uh miltish this is going to be really stilted i'm afraid sorry When I consider how my life is spent, counting seconds in the shed so dark inside, or juggling lenses both long and wide, looking them all through, though my back be bent, to serve therewith my my muses and present. My true account, writ in silvery halide. Did that take a whole day, they ask, so snide. I bite my lip, more bitter banter to prevent, but mutter I need neither chip (laughs) nor chimp for aid. To assist my eye, I have it best from rule of thumb and circumstance of fate of (laughs) influence my art is made. You can keep your digital pleasures with the rest. They too expose who only stand and wait. Which, as any fool know, (laughs) is a uh, Petrashan sonnet without a what? Is that right? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sonnet without a Volta. With apologies to Milton, the poet, not the disinfectant. <laughs> That's good too. <laughs> uh, you use that for hip flasks, you know. <laughs> sure, uh, I <laughs> just, didn't. Just so you know. Um, yeah, it's good for sterilising. Yeah, that was, well, lovely. Very well read, Rach. I know. <laughs> for something that <laughs> dropped on you with no preparation. I've literally not read that. My sincere apologies, Paul, because it's actually very lovely, I think, and uh, and quite well um considered <laughs> um must have taken you a little while to write that it's, so i'm ever so sorry yes, <laughs> for butchering that it was very good paul i thoroughly enjoyed that um uh, paul does like writing his poetry when i had to judge when i was lucky enough to judge the haiku competition on the classic lenses podcast i think paul had sent in an entire book's worth of them there were many wow they were very good amazing. there were many it's, of them it's a lot nicer to just read it written down than me reading it out my apologies i will i will include i will um put the poem in its full form in the show notes so that people can also read there there um because you know, excellent get the Ooh, full um he says and another thing if you do start to gather ideas for short one-off podcast how about soggy 16 <laughs> <laughs> taking pictures underwater is really difficult doing it on film takes a special kind of egypt and a steady supply of cameras to break. <laughs> yeah. I think that's intentionally taking photos underwater as opposed to just throwing the camera in the Mersey or dropping yes, it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But there was a picture included with that of, I think it was a Nikonos, which is an underwater fo- uh, underwater oh. camera, uh, in pieces, some of those pieces <laughs> looking quite rusty. So when I was in London, um, so I took with me, I took the Nikon F3, I took the um, my uh, blurry camera, 
mm-hmm. and I also because Aid said look I think the weather might be terrible <laughs> I also <laughs> took uh, an underwater camera I took the Canon Shore Shore <laughs> Um, did he mean that terrible i mean you know <laughs> wow. i think he actually suge- he suggested a wetsuit um so yeah he knew what it was going to be like <laughs> and he was correct uh and uh it was one of those things actually that there were a few people there shooting digital and they seemed far less concerned about the rain i was not gonna get my cameras wet but so i shot most of the, the i shot nearly a whole roll of film actually or at least 24 shots on um the little Canon A1 sure shot waterproof thing. Oh, so, awesome. Um, yeah. But I don't think that'd be very good. It was pretty bad. So whenever I put the camera up to my eye, the viewfinder just missed it over. And it's like, well, I've got uh... no control over anything. But <laughs> still, it was all good fun. It was it's all called good. a point and shoot. You know, point, shut, shut your eyes and shoot. It was Maybe pr- it should be called pretty that. much that. <laughs> but, I mean, and that's the crazy thing. So I'm there with that camera trying not to let it get wet. Um, Colin Miller was there. Um, Obi Cole Kenobi from the internet. Uh, he was shooting with a digital Fuji medium format camera, which apparently mm. is worth over three thousand pounds in the pouring oh my rain. Um, and he's well, is shed- it weather sealed? It must be. <laughs> it must be. I mean- I don't think he's that. Ca- I mean, he's been sharing some of the pictures he took with it, and they look lovely. You know, if you go they on Twitter, beautiful. you'll see some. It's yeah. um, really nice stuff. But uh, yeah, he was being far more laissez faire with that camera than I was with my ten pound point and shoot. So uh, it's all relative, isn't it? Um, that I can is- see there's a section that says other. Other, yes. So there's a few things we've had in. So the first thing is through the mail. I had a letter from Martin Scarland, frequent writer in Martin oh, Scarland. And creator uh, of beautiful framed and mounted pieces of artwork as well. Exactly. And this is no exception, Rach. So he writes in, hi, Graham. Here are one or two goodies for you. I've just been listening to you and Aid talk about making zines. And I had these laying around and thought they may interest you. I am very much from the DIY school and like to mm. make them from start to finish. The landscape and rhythm zines were both printed on the consumer laser printer. Uh, the little Sussex prints were just 6x4 prints ordered online. The reason for the homemade approach, I think, is largely cost-driven and also the enjoyment of making something physical. Uh, if you And then some details if I need to get more advice from So, um, yeah, so I've got three zines here. Uh, so the first one... Oops, I'll put them down underneath my crappy prints. So the first one, uh, Landscape, is the simplest. So this is just, as you said, printed... Um, this is the book is all themed it's called landscape but it's very much themed around trees um lots of just Mm. really nice black and white pictures of trees and woodland so very much themed a few other bits in here but martin clearly likes his trees um and it is super lo-fi it's um all on fairly um uh, lightweight paper and just nice Mm. and simply bound stitched together at the end but it's a really lovely way i mean i can't imagine that the individual cost of these was very much for martin to do beyond his time uh and it's super effective really really nice um so that's really good the next one rhythm is in a uh, i I don't know how he's clonk um it's a uh hardback book so i guess you must buy the um like cover for it separately mm. and then print and slide it in. that's really lovely as well um and the theme of this one is uh looking for sort of natural rhythm and flow of things just occurring out in the world so flights of steps paving and painting and things like that natural patterns huh. and shadows that's very cool. lovely uh, and uh the third one it, again just pushing the theme or the idea of what a zine can be 
and I think you might have seen him do this with something else in the past, Rach. This is just mm. a little envelope with mm. little um, four by four prints in it. You oh, just take yes. it out and look at the individual prints. It's They're all so separate. beautiful. Um, yeah, I love that. So, yeah, just different ways that you can present your work. All really cool and all done on the super low budget. Um, and, and as you mentioned, Martin does produce everything really beautifully. Um, he's just <laughs> very good at doing that. And the way he packages yeah. and sends stuff out, always lovely. So thank you very much for that. Oh, thank you, Martin. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I wanted to draw your attention to, um, this was... Uh, Jeremy North pointed this out to me. He said uh, that our good friend and um, co-host before Christmas, Andrew Wormsley of the Flogger podcast and uh, blog, has started a couple of new Facebook groups. Uh, the first one, uh, called the No Rules Facebook mm -hmm. group, he started up because he said, I'm sick of all these Facebook uh, groups, photography Facebook groups with their draconian rules and all this stuff. And I'm just starting a new one with uh, no rules, just see how it goes. Um, now, I have to say, I mean, I don't mm. use Facebook anyway. That sounds like somewhere that I wouldn't go anywhere near <laughs> <laughs> because a no rules Facebook group just sounds like an invitation for um, horror. But uh, the second one... Um, it does sound really cool. Uh, if, if you might find the first one really cool as well, but um, I really like the thought behind the second one. So do you want to read about the next one, Rach, uh, called Therapy? Uh, yeah, so uh, Andrew's written, um, I've thought long and hard, I've thought hard about how I can help everyone and provide a different avenue to others. After some soul searching, I thought back to an issue a lot of us struggle with in modern day, modern day life, mental health. So many reports of issues and so many stubborn men who won't share their feelings. The idea came from talking with an old friend who now plays American football and said it's a fabulous place to talk about issues um, with life, with other dads, etc. So please don't be afraid, man or woman, the group is my idea uh, for therapy for all photographers out there. It's a safe place to discuss our problems, not gear or technology. I hope you like the link and uh, I hope you like the idea and would love your support to help me give something back. The group is here. So he has given us a link, I presume, as well, yeah. that I'm sure you will include. Yeah, um, the group is called Photographer's yeah. Therapy, so um, a great idea. Oh. So uh, the way I view this is that if you've gone to his No Rules group and uh, Jeremy North has made you feel very terrible, then you can go to the Photographer's Therapy group to talk about it and get over it. Um, it's a lovely circle of life system going on here. Um, so, yes, a good resource to have for people. Okay, uh, what else do we have? Okay, um, something we talked about before, uh, Photo Walk coming up mm. in Oxford on the 8th of February. We've mentioned it before, going to mention it again. Um, it will be up on photowalk.me because I'm halfway through doing that now. Um, but uh, if, you, so if you're planning on coming, please do go there and sign up just so we've got an idea of who's coming so we know who to wait for, etc. Um, aiming for a meet-up time of 11 o'clock in the morning because that seems like a good sensible time for people to get in leave us with plenty of the day uh, and further plans to follow <laughs> um, but I've had some I've had some great um, suggestions already from people uh, so we're getting some getting some good ideas together and we'll put together a plan hopefully the weather will be good hopefully it won't be as atrocious as it was when um, we were in London but it'll be what it'll be it should be yeah. really good fun it's going to be a nice chance to go take some pictures, meet up with some people, have a chat, have a good time. Um, but yeah, it's uh, 8th of February. Uh, yeah. um, go to photowalk.me. You will find uh, the sign-up page there for that, he says. Fantastic. There. That's really cool. And I love how you and Aid have really hit the ground running with the new year and uh, getting out there and doing more photo walks, as, as you both talked about wanting to do anyway. So, uh, so yeah, well done you. 
Yeah, it's great. Super impressed. Also on photowalk.me, I think you will find, um, I know that Aid has got, uh, in association with Anil, um, another photo meetup happening, I think, very soon. I don't think it happened this weekend, but I think it's very soon. Um, and it's early in the morning, so I didn't pay any attention to it. <laughs> it's like 7 o'clock in the morning down in Brighton. <laughs> well, he's doing two, they're doing two, I think, as part of that. Uh, one that's for like a sunrise, uh, which will be the 7 in the morning nope. one. And then another one that is meet up at 11. Yeah. for more of a sort of wander around so I like that idea a lot I think that's really nice it gives an option for those who would like very specifically to go and shoot a sunrise and then for people who who would rather not get up yeah, normal. <laughs> early we call those people normal people well. <laughs> um, so no that's great again I think those should be on photowalk.me hopefully yeah and uh, yeah, check um, check out AIDS social media and Anil's social media as well they will have them on there no doubt I'm sure Yes, they certainly do. Okay, well, I think that pretty much does it for correspondence this week, Rach. Fantastic. Fantastic. We've uh, had such a lovely um, load of emails, and uh, and it's been really nice to um, see what's been coming in for the Cheap Shots Challenge. And, yeah, just in general, it's just lovely to be back. So thank you so much for... Uh, I would like to just say thank you ever so much to everybody who sent me messages and um, just saying, you know, look forward to when you're getting back and, and just generally checking in with me. So um, thank you ever so much. It's meant a lot. Yeah. Well, like I said at the beginning, it's great to have you back, uh, <laughs> especially reading poetry on your first episode oh, back gosh. as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm That's sure great. Rachel will be the first to say, if anybody wants to send in more poetry for her to read, she would be only too keen. <laughs> if if I get a chance to read it beforehand, maybe. <laughs> or songs. Rachel loves singing on there. No. Oh, Professional okay, singer, okay. Rachel. <laughs> no? Not keen? Well, whatever. No. All right, uh, where have we got to? That means, Rach, it, this is, I think, the real reason you're back with us today, because I know how much you've missed this. You've missed me clunking <laughs> the microphone stand over and over. But even more, you've missed the coffee donations. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So much. Yeah. yeah, it's the only reason I came back, actually. That, that's perfectly <laughs> understandable. <laughs> it balances out that all the people who have left because of the, this reason and this reason alone. Um, first person, want to say a thank you to uh, is Stig of the Dump, our good friend Stig, oh, um, who, who left a little message saying, "I have to confess to not listening for quite a while." <laughs> well, that's a great start. It was a bit of a struggle to fit things in in 2019, but hopefully 2020 brings a bit more time. I think it's bringing us the standard amount of time, isn't it? 2020, right? <laughs> Just the usual year. Actually, we get one extra day. Woohoo! Okay, well there you go. That, that's podcast day. <laughs> Cram all of that in. Cram <laughs> all of that one day worth of podcast listening. Um, but thank you very much, Stig. And you can always find Stig on Twitter and on Instagram. He's at Stig of the Dump on everything, isn't he, Rach? Yes, yeah, I believe so. And uh, yeah, he's a lovely, lovely chap. And uh, I hope that because uh, he's also the the person behind the Mersey meetups, which is the sort of like photo walk that we tend to do around the Liverpool area. And uh, yeah, he'll uh, I'm sure be uh, cooking up something with that at some point soon. Okay, which of course leaves us with the. Re- Oops, I'm making such a mess. <laughs> you, you're making such a lot of noise today. I mean, I there was know. me with my phone at the beginning, and then you've just taken the baton and run with it. It's Are you gesticulating a lot today? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I'm picking bits up and putting <laughs> things down. I've just got a big pile of stuff, and I would say on my desk next to me, you know how big my desk is, so nothing is mm. actually on my desk. It's all stacked around my desk yeah. for me to knock over, etc. Trying to find the elves. 
Yes, and I've got them. So, um, uh, what we've been doing, Rach, this as you've not been, oh, you've been listening, so you know, it's people's New Year's resolutions and what they've got planned for the yeah, year. Yeah, so, their um, vision 2020. Their vision 2020, exactly, exactly. So, who have we got this week? All right, we can start with Andrew Bartram. Andrew has committed to making a pinhole camera every day in 2020. He's going to start tiny with one made from a thimble getting bigger every single day. Uh, and he has plans for drilling a large hole in the side of his village hall, village, village hall by December. I actually really love the idea of making a pinhole camera out of a thimble, considering the fact that you use a thimble to stop a pin. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, so good. Man. That's sweet, oh, Larry. That's so good. Love it. Uh, um, good luck with that, Andrew. Yeah. Um, John Whitmore. Uh, John is planning on making 2020 the year that he really embraces the shed aspect of his dark shed, as mm-hmm. he'll be using garden shears to trim his film, um, old garden <laughs> chairs for elegant film drying racks, and an upside-down lawnmower as a constant agitation device for his film. So, you know, got to make yeah, the most of sorry. it. Yeah, well, the old garden chairs is a uh, film drying. I have actually done. everything you need is there everything you need is there uh ian t Uh, ian is swearing off the hard stuff this year and won't be shooting anything faster than iso 100 as he (laughs) thinks that these faster films are leading him into a reckless lifestyle habit that could lead him (laughs) down a dark dark path uh malcolm myers Malcolm has been very much inspired by Greta Thunberg and is trying to go green this year. He's currently experimenting fairly successfully with caffeinol, but is having some issues trying to coat emotion onto potato peelings to use as film. (laughs) Well, you know, liquid emotion, who knows what we could do with that. Um, David Allen. David's working on getting fully ripped this year in preparation for beach season, uh, and he's doing it by pumping cameras. He started easy with a few <laughs> Mew 2 uh, curls. Mew 2, what's that called? Bicep curl. Bicep curls, I couldn't read what the uh, researchers wrote. Bicep curls. Uh, and he's now moving on to bench pressing bronicas uh, and maybe even some pentax squats. But you have to be wow. careful. If you have too much of the. Um, uh, protein shakes you can end up with the pentax squits which is not not what you want <laughs> oh god, oh, god. <laughs> hey oh, you're back yeah. <laughs> yay uh and uh last but not least of course jeremy north jeremy is working on being nice to everyone this year and as a motivator every time he fails and causes upset to anyone he's promised to donate to his favorite charity save the whales early indications are that by midsummer the charity should actually have enough to buy whales including the male voice choirs that go with it (laughs) and uh, jeremy was actually behind the vision 2020 hashtag i think wasn't he yes yeah that was his idea exactly for trying to get us all thinking about what we want to do in the year 2020 so fabulous um, all good stuff thank you so much as always to our coffee donors you are wonderful and we love you Uh, which makes it weird that we do this to you but still (laughs) you hurt the ones you love the most as they sang oh well that's such a beautiful saying thank you what a way to end (laughs) it was a song it's a song it's a great song Uh, well it uh, as i say it's been lovely to uh, be back and thank you as you said as well graham to all of our fabulous listeners 
everybody who writes in um messages us uh, sends us deans and and generally gives us uh, advice and lovely um lovely donations of course through coffee it's so much appreciated and yeah really looking forward to what we're all going to hopefully be doing photographically in 2020 it sounds like you're all going to be very busy according to the elves so uh yeah exciting stuff certainly is um we have hopefully got an exciting week of stuff coming uh because this week we're going to be doing the sunnies um Yay! because rachel's back so the sunnies can happen because <laughs> there's no nothing happens till rachel's back it's, it's the new year doesn't start till rachel's back <laughs> really looking forward to doing that so that yeah. should be out with you on thursday slim chance slim slim chance that it might be a bit late just because there's a bit more editing required with the Sunny show. So mm -hmm. it might be Friday, but it should be out on Thursday. We haven't recorded it yet, um, but I'm really looking forward to that. It's always a yeah. good time, isn't it, Rach? Yeah, and I uh, have to get a little glass of bubbles oh, ready or yeah. something. Oh, man. Nice. Now you've said that, I'm going to get a big bucket of bubbles ready. Um, <laughs> and we might also have a little something else coming out in between backing paper and Ooh, the sunnies. So not definite, but I think we might have. So keep an eye on your podcast feed for that. A little something sneaky, sneaky. Little sneaky, sneaky teases. Out. Little sneaky, sneaky way out. Yeah, so um, that should be good too. Um, Rach. It's been yes. lovely having you back. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. It is. Um, yeah, I've missed you guys. I really have. It's been really lovely to come and have a chat with you and a little catch up. And uh, yeah, onwards and upwards uh, into 2020. So, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm really looking forward to getting back out with uh, with my cameras, hopefully soon. And uh, we'll have a chat anyway, I'm sure, on the, on the sunnies and in uh, over the next couple of shows about what we're going to be doing and when over uh, the coming year so exciting stuff ahead and the assignments and all these kinds of things to look forward to um but yeah i think that's probably us that's probably us that's probably it for this week what do you reckon i think done? that's us and <laughs> it <laughs> us and it <laughs> um if you'd like to write in um to be read out on a future backing paper uh hopefully you would at some point we always love listening to uh hearing about what you've been up to and all your adventures you can get in touch uh by emailing us at sunny 16 podcast at gmail.com uh, and those will come into the mailbag and we will uh get a chance at some point to read them out um <clears throat> maybe not so much poetry or, <laughs> or at least uh, uh, or, or more or more yes i do i do actually really love um uh, a nice bit of poetry um it's just <clears throat> useful to be able to read them through first <laughs> that's the main thing so uh, yeah um or you can find us online um at sunny16podcast.com as well on our website certainly can you certainly can uh we will play you out as always with remortgaging the nest of hairs from the wonderful schnauzer um until then i guess uh do you remember the old the old uh catchphrase because the last couple of weeks it's been a real disaster <laughs> rate because those classic it's, lenses yeah. guys boy they let me down oh they messed it up for they me did. that's a shame um well uh 2020 is the year for shoot film be nice of course and um and until then have a lovely week have a lovely week, everyone. 